0: Welcome back to another episode of Film Forge Podcast. I am super excited for this week's episode because we are doing an LGBTQ Lifetime film. This week's episode is uh, dramatically different than any other episode we've done because we are not tweaking an episode this week. Uh, We are actually building an entire film from scratch. And if you are a member of the Alphabet Mafia, much like myself, please know that uh, Film Forge is a safe place for you to be yourself, no matter your gender identity, sexual identity, or any orientation you may take. Uh, You are among friends here, you are in a safe place, and you are loved. Uh, As always, thank you to 4Geeks by Geeks, our unofficial official partnership uh without you guys uh Film Forge would not be here and I'm going to take this time to express my absolute gratitude for uh you guys helping me bring this project to life. Now with all that being said, uh let's go ahead and roll tape. So uh action. Hey guys, welcome back to a- another episode of Film Forge and uh happy 2021 cuz realistically that's when um This is really our first 2021 episode. Constantine was recorded in November and released um, Saturday. So yeah, Uh, welcome to 2021. We made it out of 2020, guys. Um, So this week we are going to be doing things um, very different. Um, PK had the lovely idea of us trying to make a Lifetime movie. Uh, So we're not going to fix anything this week. Uh, We're going to put our... Male creative brains to the test and see what we can do with um, a lifetime film. So, uh, as always, I am T. Uh,
1: I'm Jeff Sitz. And I'm PK.
0: And I'm 100% going to give uh, PK the reins on this episode because he is uh truly ecstatic about doing this episode.
1: I'm very <laughs> excited about this. So I, look, they're so bad. All of them, all lifetime movies are not good. So, I was like, look, I can do that. You could do that. We can do that. But, like, They
0: make them just good enough where they're interesting enough, where your significant other puts them on. You laugh at them while they're watching it. Uh, And then like subtle things clue you in. And then your next thing you know, you're watching the last 58 minutes of the movie and you're asking questions, trying to figure out what you missed.
1: Exactly. So that's what we need to do. I
2: I have no idea what the two of you are talking about. (laughs) This is perfect.
1: (laughs) Then you you're ready to make a Lifetime movie. Yeah, because there doesn't
0: have to make sense at all. So (laughs) uh,
1: here's uh, here's what I think we need to do. I think we need to agree right now that it's a romance. It's always a romance. Uh, Absolutely. But of course, let's try to. But do
0: we flip the script? Do we make it a male lead?
1: Oh yes, and here's what I was thinking. Lucifer, let's make it the devil.
0: That is a popular thing right now. Lucifer has been just. Pop culture, he is. I think it'd be a good time to capitalize
1: on that. Exactly, we gotta capitalize on the devil. So I think we should go with that. Let's let's put the devil right, and let's say he's some big CEO of some organization. I don't know. Club. Let's call it Apple, um, <laughs> and. I thought you were setting up for
0: the actual Lucifer TV. So, no, joke. you'd think, but instead I was like,
1: <laughs> What's a terrible? Or, uh, no, 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 maybe not Apple because you know I care about my job. Are you stealing uh, my bit? No, I was just thinking maybe if we had the devil working for some big company like Amazon and now he's like a oh, Amazon, there it is, he's like That's a trillionaire. Exactly.
0: Does he look like Jeff Bezos, or does he actually look like a pretty boy?
1: Oh no, we're gonna make him super handsome because it's lifetime. He's gonna be like (laughs) six five and ripped out of his mind, and probably like thirty, running Amazon.
2: So he'll look look devilishly handsome. Pun intention. He'll look like a that version of Jeff Bezos. So are we going to get Phil Collins in here?
1: Oh god, (laughs) no! I'm gonna have to change it up completely. Um, Jeff Goldblum did that reshoot of his photo from um, <laughs> Jurassic Park, and I think he looked really good. So I really probably think we could bring him in as the devil. I would. Oh my God. I would watch Jeff Goldblum be the devil, um, and he doesn't get to play those like um, romantic, sultry parts. So I think he, I think he deserves a chance. I think he deserves a a, a part in that. So we got to take him out of the big city, and we need to put him. Put him in some place a bit uh, smaller, something small town, someplace like
0: Do we go small town or country? Do we take the city boy and make him work on a farm?
1: I think we make it so that he he's like, you know, he's bored with this, like he's like, I've already corrupted the world. What do I do now? Like they're sustaining. And then he finds out that like there's this one. Small town, that's like the heart of Dixie, that hasn't broken. <laughs> and he's like, I, I, I'm gonna have to go there. I'm gonna have to go down, and I'm gonna have to personally, um, nope, get my hands Not mixed right. in this.
2: I think I know where you're going with this.
1: So then, All right,
0: so go ahead. Question though, yes, do we go real lore, mythus, or like mysticism, where we go the woman that he falls in love with? Is actually an angel there protecting the city from the from the devil's corruption. I no,
2: I, go ahead. I, I think the way that PK was going with this is that um, the devil is in a little bit of a pickle here because he's he's getting behind on his way behind and he's Stopia. looking to make a deal. Yeah, and uh, in this small town in the heart of Dixie he finds this boy on a hickory stump (laughs) when he's playing his fiddle hot. The devil jumps up on that stump right there and says, boy, let me tell you what.
1: (laughs) And uh, we'll name him something like really hard to Dixie, like um, Johnny.
2: That sounds good. Yeah, Johnny.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I think what it'll be is He'll play and then he'll lose and he'll be like, all right, what do you want? Here's your golden fiddle. He's like, no, I don't want your golden fiddle. He's like, look, man, look at all the problems in the world. you got all this power. Why don't you just walk a mile in my shoes? And, it's, and he's not going to be a kid. He's going to be like a young man, like buff. He's like, I'm only 12 years old, but he's like actually like played by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> so because that's what they do. They don't know how to cast teenagers at all. Um, Um, and so they're going to go through and, you know, I think we need to push Lifetime's boundary. I think we should make this like, um, like an LGBTQ film.
0: Ooh, I'm all for that. Yeah. I think,
1: yeah, because I think I'm sick of seeing it where it's like, oh, this, this woman was saved by this man. No. What if the devil was saved by some wholesome country boy?
0: Oh God, I love this. This okay. is
1: we're six minutes in and I've already done it. There you go. Lifetime. <laughs> Whatever. You don't need me.
0: Cut our check. Bad. You are not squeezing us out of this.
1: No. So I, if we're going off that premise now, we just have to write it. So let's say, well, I, okay.
0: I do
2: have a pitch real quick.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, I know it's a bit of a stretch. But what if instead of a single movie, we make a series?
1: Oh God. Okay.
2: Instead of humans, they're robots.
1: Okay. (laughs) Hang on, animated?
2: Instead of live action, it's animated and we call it All My Circuits.
1: (laughs) Calcula. (laughs) I was like, I can't figure out where you're going with this.
0: Thought and, it was gonna be a loved robots reference.
1: I I really could not like what's <laughs> happening. I was like, is it like Gundam Seed or Gundam SD or whatever? Or you
2: know, we do all my circuits, the <laughs> we do all my circuits, the the Hollywood adaptation,
0: dump billions of dollars into it, and you know Lifetime much doesn't get billions of dollars for movies, they get like twelve grand well, they do if we're
1: talking here. about the real story of the guy who created Amazon.
2: Oh, god, I think it'd
1: be interesting.
2: There's my bit for the week.
1: (laughs) I love the bit, and actually, I do want to talk about this. I know this isn't really our bit to talk about, it's more, but like, okay, the guy who created The Simpsons and Futurama, I think he would do well to actually try to bring all my circuits. CGI is at a place like because. You're talking about uh, like Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. That really shows me that CGI could do it. Like we could probably have an All My Circuits show that seems hyper realistic and super watchable. Oh yeah, I would watch it. I don't know if
0: okay. I've ever wanted something so bad.
1: I would watch All My Circuits because that show was so bad that it's actually beautiful. <laughs> and like how for some
2: reason recorded live. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like somehow we need to, like, I don't want it to be, like, a laugh track or, like, I want them to show the video, the CGI stuff to a live audience and, like, see if we can't get, like, some kind of, like, big screen so we'll have like an actual set in the background and then the uh cgi will actually interact with the like the screen but like depth would be controlled so it would actually be them moving on a set that the people that are like live there watching could go on it would even be better if they had just cgi the robots but the humans were real so like the humans would actually interact with the furniture and stuff like i'm talking like full-on days of our lives (laughs) the budget on this is so high
2: God. Yeah, us reel it back in. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: You you said all my circuits, and my brain, the circuits just started going. Okay, it just you ran with it. You flew with it. <laughs> like I'm just saying, we're wasting money by not doing this. 2020, <laughs> 2021 needs all my circuits.
0: Good lord. Oh. Okay. All so, right. So back to what we're actually working on.
1: <laughs> well, did you want to? Did you want to give a pitch as well? Because we don't have to go. The devil's in the details. So you know he'll always be there
0: god i'm loving this punny episode no so i do i really like this idea pk i think you ha- you're on the right track so i think we have lucifer running an amazon style company trillions of dollars he is trying to corner the market on something but somewhere in this backwoods town they have poor cell reception they don't have much internet something some heartwarming some family vibe is just keeping him from really getting that death grip on having the full monopoly so naturally he he did the cease and assist he did the oh i'll buy him out and it's just not working so he's to the point where he's got to put be the boots on the ground and he himself is going to figure out what they're doing and why they won't sell
1: Yes, because they clearly have something going. And I don't think we can be so bold as to call him Lucifer. So we should do something clever like Lucius Fort. Lucy. <laughs> Lucy is going to be what the guy calls him later. He's like, hey, yeah. Lucy. I
0: love the idea. Of we, we 100% go in the LGBTQ.
1: Wow. Right? Oh, yeah. That's
0: a, that's a great idea.
2: I actually have. I want to go in the opposite direction real quick.
1: Okay. Okay
2: so so this wholesome boy that like we actually just go full on with the the character's name is lucifer okay. it
0: is the literal devil and he goes back to this podunk town we go lucifer or Samuel if we're going real like subtle but still like the nod to it
2: oh, i, I think, want lucifer oh. yeah no i think we go with Lucifer. And it gets down to this this uh, town in Georgia and this whole this this wholesomely good hearted country boy is named Gabriel.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Way back when. And uh, Gabriel ends up showing uh, Lucifer the error of his ways by showing him how. How wonderful family can be in times of need.
1: Yeah, because like they're like they don't need Amazon because this town is holding itself up. It's almost like a, a small oasis in a world where like everything has become so consumerism and capitalism. Like this place is showing that like that's not going to give you happiness and they found true bliss you could almost say it's like heaven on earth and maybe lucifer recognizes it almost as like this is what my home used to be so he has this weird nostalgia trip that he hates he's like i don't want to be here like i hate this I, I fell from this like this is where people get betrayed and then what if because like, you said you wanted to call him gabriel yeah like, instead of being the archangel gabriel literally maybe he's just like a descendant like a deep deep like he's got the spirit of gabriel and then we find out that while lucifer loved god uh he also actually had a love thing with gabriel the real gabriel who he had thought at this point was like long gone
0: which you know would be a lot of fun to do with that he's gonna hate it at first immediately because he has that connection he recognizes it oh Yeah. yeah
1: And we should and so, make the actor play Gabriel like in the past. We definitely gotta do flashbacks because God knows we need flashbacks in a lifetime movie.
0: And it has to be noir flashbacks. Because if we're if we're going old enough, if we're really going back to the nitty-gritty of of that pre-time, it, it's got we gotta go black and white for it.
1: I think we should just put it on stone tablets. <laughs> like just animate it, just have moving stone tablets. <laughs>
2: Oh, Lord. No. So, <laughs> but no. So I I like the idea of like this, uh this Gabriel in Georgia is a descendant of, you know, Gabriel, the archangel somehow. I love this whole how cheesy this is actually getting.
0: It, it um, never gets explained.
1: No, no. no it can't yeah. be explained that like Gabriel had children. No, don't care. Gabriel's dead. He's an archangel. Angels don't die. Don't care. Don't talk about don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Stop asking questions. So, so Those are dumb.
2: Let's go. I'll get to that point actually, because I I think I have a reveal there that would be really nice. Um, so there is this uh, like in this town, the Gabriel's father is this kind of grumpy old man, good-hearted, tradition mind like traditionally minded, means uh, well but stuck in his ways. Not even stuck in his ways, just means well and comes off as. Uh, rude at times but always ends up being like honest to a fault in a lot of ways um like call it f- seems rude because he cuts straight to the point and calls people out and so Anit like immediately uh, grinds Lucifer's gears the wrong way because Lucifer doesn't like being called out on his shortcomings that's his whole thing um and but starts to, be okay with it because Gabriel picked up on it as well because it's his father there that you know taught him how to do it but Gabriel's a lot gentler at it and is will playfully rib lucifer for those uh his shortcomings rather than just calling him out on them right out um and we have like that first like half of the movie they're getting along really well and we realize that the reason lucifer likes like for at first hated Gabriel is because it reminded him of the good times with his family of the archangel Gabriel and God. But as he spent has to spend more time here in this town and starts working against Gabriel, he realizes that he really just appreciates his company because it reminds him of his favorite brother. Um, Then there's, I I'm looking over the hallmark, uh, <laughs> the hallmark checklist movie. requirements yeah and so like up next there has to be a misunderstanding between the two main characters um well
0: naturally lucy has to lie about what he's doing there
2: right and so and can, that's
0: going to upset gabriel because gabriel just like his father is very forthcoming very straightforward doesn't beat around the bush yeah this is who they are <laughs> they're they're not hiding behind a shell of something like Lucy does. Right.
2: Can and I? so I think okay. I think that misunderstanding can come in ooh the misunderstanding can come in Lucifer finally wanting to re, like be better and reveal himself to be like hey this is what I was doing but I that's not what I actually want to do. But in the reveal it's shown to Gabriel that Lucifer is just there <gasps> to ooh
0: I think I've got an idea. Yeah. With this being heaven on earth, naturally, society hasn't gotten there yet. Okay. What if Lucifer needs land for a new headquarters or a new warehouse? And that's what he's there for is okay. to get that land. So then yeah. you have that real lifetime moment of where that you see the bulldozers coming to town. And that's when you see Lucy step in and really like, no, we are not doing this. I am here to save heaven on earth.
2: But the misunderstanding is like Gabriel realizes that Lucifer was the person who initially called them yes. down here. Okay. Yes.
0: So you, you have that connection. They're getting really close. And then the next day, that's when... So Lucy's to the point where he wants to confess everything to him. He wants to tell him, but he doesn't want to be hurt again. He doesn't want that brokenness. Mm-hmm. But then when he sees that next day, when like the bulldozing is supposed to happen, the deforestation begins, everything become comes to light, and then you have that raw, lighthearted moment again where Lucy now has to decide, is he going to go stick with his old life be who he used to be or is he finally going to admit to himself what he's wanted all this time and actually stand against everything that he has been for so long
1: yeah john ham <laughs> what <laughs> as, as gabriel i wanted to say that for a while i just figured i'd put that out there <laughs>
0: uh i'm I'm okay with that i wanted a little bulkier country boy in my head but i think i'm okay with this
2: yeah no i'm okay with john Hammond, gabriel he looks well i feel like he might be a little i thought that we were gonna go
0: younger
1: i thought about going younger but if i want um
0: if i want um do we really want to put age play into it? Because if we go younger, then we have to make Lucifer younger. But if he's really this uh, this this tycoon that he is in this universe, do we really want that twenty plus year age gap? Yeah, that'd that be weird. Be and then it feels like he's playing that...
1: on innocence. And a, a,
0: yeah, like and that's definitely not an avenue we want to go down. That's but fair. Okay.
1: If if John Ham's character Gabriel is like, you know, basically like running this town, but not actually running it. It's not like he's like mayor or anything. People just see him as like. The guy, that guy in town in this heaven yeah. on earth, that's like basically that he could almost be the sheriff, you know. With
0: the being I, heaven on earth, do we play into the trope of that maybe he's not out because that wouldn't really be an accepted thing in that type of environment? So okay. then we have another layer of something where we're seeing with John Ooh, Hamm. I'm just better gonna yet a name drop at that point for it. So better yet, instead of like he's
2: less worried about what the people of the town think of it and more worried about what his father thinks of it. Yes. Because like that, his father is that, that straight to the point, like this is who we are. We don't hide behind this. And that clashes with, and like that mindset that he passed on to Gabriel clashes with what Gabriel is feeling inside of being gay. And he thinks that, Oh, my father won't, like my father will hate this. And that is really hammered home by like the um, the parallel that we're drawing between Lucifer, Gabriel and this father figure being who Lucifer sees. As, like with Gabriel being Gabriel from Lucifer's past, this father figure lines up with that parallel of being God in the
0: past. I love how naturally we all just write subtext, right? When and we do so, it, it's not a force. we naturally we're all on the same wavelength. And so I think
2: where it's just there with Gabriel, like I I think instead of him being like the sheriff or anything like that, I think that he just runs like the The country store or a hardware store. Like he runs. He's the organizer of the farmer's market
0: because there it is.
2: He his family has had the has had or has the oldest farm in the city or in the in the town um, in the county. We'll just do that. (laughs) He has the oldest farm in the county and so just because his father did it before him and his father before him he runs the farmer's market that everyone contributes to and so throughout the movie we see um gabriel trying to set up this big event at the farmer's market like the uh the harvest festival for the farmer's market and that's the land lucy needs for exactly his
0: development
2: yep And so not even not even the farm that Gabriel and his father own, but like right, but
0: where he what Gabriel has been working on. That's exactly what Lucy needs.
2: And so and so on the day before um, or the week before the farmer's market is supposed to happen, like Gabriel keeps talking like throughout the movie, Gabriel keeps talking about this company that's trying to move in and buy the the lot from the city. Yes. Um, and fine and like the there was finally like some legalese that allowed the company to take hold of that lot and bulldozers and construction crews moved in like the day after they got the okay to like they got the uh as soon
0: as they got the green
2: light right and so they move in there and that's the point where like that's the part where lucifer is like oh no um Gabriel finds out Lucifer's the owner of the company. Lucifer so what if
0: we do this? So let's set up act one just a little bit. Okay. So what if we really see Lucy in the cliche Lucifer throwing a fit when he's not getting away? So we start off with Lucifer in his 50th floor penthouse and or like office space. Uh, he was been told no again that this land he needs he is not getting, and he is livid because Lucifer does not like being told no. Right. So he's gotten to the point where he has sent lawyers to different, or like the to people in the land of farmers, and eventually he got. To, he started to show his face to people of the land to really be like look. I'll pay you ten million dollars for this land because he can't get it. So then this is what we do. So Lucifer has be, has shown his face to some people in the area. Enough where that's going to be the part where he has to add. So he's going to go into. Oh, the mayor. He's showing his face to the mayor. Right. So he goes into heaven on earth um, and he doesn't want to reveal himself for what he's doing. He wants to go in and understand why he is not getting what he wants. So he connects with Gabriel somewhere along. Maybe they're out to dinner one day and he's talking. He's trying to convince Gabriel to get on his side. And then that's when you see the mayor come in and it clicks off for him. That one, the mayor sees Lucifer and he's like, oh, we need to go talk. And he's talking to Gabriel. This is a perfect time. And that's when you can start muddying the waters with like Lucifer is still hiding who he is in front of Gabriel. So before he can talk to the mayor, Lucifer just like gets up and pulls Gabriel away from the table. Yep. So he doesn't get outed yet. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, just to add two cents for somebody who
0: hasn't seen a lifetime film uh, you're writing a really great life you're hitting (laughs) it
1: on the head did we already talk about what kind (laughs) of farm it was Uh, clearly it's a peach farm well I was thinking okay first off I want to avoid peaches um, at all costs due solely to uh, that one movie that had the peaches Um, the single peach I guess rather really weird scene James Uh, and the Giant Peach no that's one of them though (laughs) Um, I, I, anything Roald Dahl touches is gold. So James the Giant Beach is perfect. Um, but I was thinking we could make it an apple orchard because heaven on earth, and I think that's funny.
2: Well, yeah, oh, and that's here's that Eden, here's my Georgia. Pitch. Here's my pitch for the uh, the name of the the small town in Georgia, Eden Vale.
1: Okay, so, <laughs> so I'd said Eden, so yeah, I think we're on agreement there then. <laughs>
2: So, Eden Vale and I'm I'm
0: fine with apples with it being an apple orchard. I like it's, We have it's to play that corny clichéness right. for the type of film we're trying to do. You we're not trying to sidestep anything. We're hitting the nail on the head. We're not trying to hide what we're doing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no. We're wanting to like smack people in the face with how <laughs> so, yeah. obviously I wonder
0: what they're doing. We'll we'll state what, what we're doing for you. There's no I wonder if the did he mean like the curtains are blue white? Was that representing his set? No, 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 no. We're just going to tell you he's sad. There's no
1: there's... <laughs> Yeah. Symbolism is dead in the Lifetime yeah. movie. Um... No,
2: Gabriel at some point is going to cry out my heart feels as blue as these curtains do,
1: which are clearly a symbol for my depression as you will see in the <laughs> next scene they will be red for the love that I feel.
0: And so we're all on the same page though. We do see if we keep do we marry Lucifer and Gabriel? do they get married in the Garden of Eden and Lucifer retires to the apple orchard? Oh, I we'll get there.
1: I think we'll get yeah. We should do act two. We haven't wrapped up act one yet, though. So That's sorry,
0: I, I got really excited at that at that idea. They share a golden apple to get. Sorry, we'll continue.
2: Uh, so I think. Uh, yeah. So act one, I think, ends with, um, Lucifer and Gabriel. Like Lucifer realizing that he has to work alongside Gabriel to to get what right. And so, um, I don't know what Lucifer's cover would be moving to Edenvale, though.
0: That's simple. That's okay. So first and foremost, Gabriel is going to be the reason that everybody hasn't sold out. Yes. Apple Farms, probably not going to be an incredibly lucrative business. So realistically, Lucifer's business, whether it be Amazon or we just don't actually allude to what his business actually does, um... He, the money is enough to convince people, but Gabriel has convinced them we are a family community, we can't sell out. So, Lucifer comes in wanting to use their product for his new Apple, like his new Apple Juice line. He wants to make sure he is getting the best product for this new fake line he is wanting to launch, and he really wanted to get into the roots to see. He's heard that this is the best apples in the entire country. And he wanted to know what everybody is doing in this area. That's making it so great. Okay.
2: And so he like, and that will be, that will make the lie in this situation, believable enough to Gabriel to be like, Oh, he's just a city boy who wants to be a country boy. Yes. All right. And then I think, so I think that wraps up. Like, I think, Act one can wrap up with um, Gabriel accepting Lucifer onto the farm as a farmhand to help like temporary farmhand for the season to help with the harvest pickings so that you can get an idea of what it's like to be a farm boy so that you can help with uh, so that you can, you know, make your apple juices. You can, you can appreciate what we do for you right. to get what you have. So, and then act two starts with the two of them working together. And of course we're going to have a scene where like, Lucifer's trying to pick apples up in a tree and he falls over and he ends up with the apple bucket on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. And then we have that again later on in Act 2 but Gabriel's there to catch him.
0: Uh, Exactly. And that's when you start adding the subtlety in of Gabriel's father catching them being closer than they probably should be.
2: Mm -hmm. And him getting suspicious of it and And uh, Gabriel trying to hide it from his father the entire time.
0: And I think a big thing, this is going to be more of an Act 3 type thing. I don't think we want to make the dad uh, homophobic. No, I I'm think get we to want that. the dad to, be, to see gotta... through the lies of Lucifer. So it's not that he didn't want his son <clears throat> to be gay or with. He didn't want him to be with who Lucifer was in Act 1 versus being accepting of being him with Lucifer in Act 3.
2: Yeah, he wasn't worried about his son falling in love with Lucifer. He was worried about his son falling in love with the idea of the lie of yes. business or a corporation and yes. so and that's i think building up to like we we laid out a decent amount of act 2 with the um the crisis being um the reveal of lucifer being the the corporate guy who was trying to buy the farm and gabriel being upset about that so he goes back to his father and is like upset about that and his father being the the wise sage that he is in this film structure um it's just like tells him helps console him and like i've seen how much lucifer has changed because of your good influence i was more worried i was never worried about the two of you being a a couple if you love him then you love him that's fantastic because who he's turned into because of you is a man that i'd be proud of to have as a son as well
0: and you have that real scene of like if you give up on him now, you, you we'd still need you to be the driving factor for to turn him in the man he should be. Cause if mm-hmm. you give up now, he's gonna go right back to who he was before he steps foot on our he's farm.
2: going to fall further than you could ever know. <laughs> <laughs> and it that's where right we get, that's where we get that first like real instance of reveal that. Gabriel's father is actually God on earth as well, because I'd 100% want that reveal at the very end of
0: the movie. Can we, how do we bring Morgan Freeman back to God?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy. Here's what we do. We make him the pastor that like, like does the union like, let's make him the church pastor the entire time. And he's just been walking around in the background. And then, like, we, we Lucifer- know how
0: much PK loves back shots of them being there the entire time. In oh, no. And so,
2: so Morgan Freeman is the church pastor who adopted Gabriel after his parents passed away.
0: There it is.
1: And can we have him going in there and doing like the con like Lucifer has no idea. He's just going in there and he's like, I haven't stepped foot in something like this in years yes. and he's like but I'm in this weird weird crossroad and um and he just basically talks to him and he was like I wondered when you'd come home and you're like what <laughs> what <laughs> you're God and he's gonna be like father yeah and he was like then
2: that know, would make that would explain why Lucifer doesn't actually meet the pastor meet God, Gabriel's
0: father figure until the end of the movie. Yes, and it's we don't. They're see at me. the altar together, and they just share that look with each other, It's confirming.
2: Yep, the climax of the movie can be them marry, like them being wed by <laughs> by <God>. Megan Freeman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a and, very expensive Lifetime movie, by the way. And
2: That's it's fine. revealed that. And with that marriage, it's like, oh, I'm so happy, Lucifer. But what about the Harvest Festival? Oh, well, I haven't told you the best part yet. And brings Gabriel over to the area and he like covers his eyes, walks him through the the curtain or whatever to the Harvest Festival area and like pulls his hands off of his eyes. And since I had already bought the area, I figured the only thing I can do is make it an even bigger Harvest Festival. And it's like the most magical harvest festival that Gabriel has ever seen because Lucifer so, used his resources to make it even better than it could be.
0: Do we have the flying moment where Lucifer takes him up in the air to see everything from a bird's eye view?
2: Ooh, yes.
0: I love it. So that So at some point we have to actually show Lucifer showing Gabriel his wings. Because you don't want that to be the moment then Gabriel's going to be terrified to fly with him. At some point, Gabriel finds out that Lucifer is Lucifer. But then you have that moment, and Lucifer's like, let me show you something. Unfurls the beautiful, majestic wings. They go sky high, and then he holds him as they look over the farm together and everything that Lucifer has put into it to make Gabriel's idea much bigger and grander and everything he wanted it to be.
1: Can I make an audible?
0: Yes, yes, of course. Let's have you stole your idea and uh, ran with it. No, no, so I you love need to this. Talk a little
1: bit. No, I love this. Thank you. You guys have like fleshed out a weird idea I had, but <laughs> instead of him taking him up, I think we should do the opposite. So let's have it where Lucifer has a big he reveal. The hell? No, no. <laughs> Hang on, Lucifer like unfurls his wings but they're clipped they're like ratted they're damaged they're destroyed oh
0: that's that's good but then think about so that. he's
1: just devastated because he hasn't you know really like been up in a long time and this man's used to flying and he hasn't flown in so many years and then gabriel like blindfolds him and takes him to the middle of this field and then you see this hot air balloon and he takes him up and shows him <laughs> eden and like Lets and you have the moment see,
0: like I know you haven't flown in so long,
1: right? And it's like I and yes, and he that's talks, better. He has that weird moment where he's like, "This is like," he just like closes his eyes and like lets his arms out, and he's like, "You know, the this Titanic is, moment." Yeah, it's like this is like the moment like i missed this feeling, and I would almost love it if like he takes a leap of faith, not to go into Assassin's Creed real quick episode <laughs> one, but then like Callback. his wings get healed because of the love that he had. You know, betrayed so many years ago, and he's able to fly. And then, you know, that's when you could take that moment Ooh. where he takes them and like they fly together and he shows them like what real flight is. So, okay,
0: that actually makes more sense than where I was going to go with it. Yep. I was going to go with what if we have the moment where the bulldozers still try to come through and Gabriel like stands in their way and Lucifer actually flies to save him? But we're, I'm, I'm, that's not a bad idea. We're going to stick with what PK said.
1: I could do little things sometimes. Um, but I, I think we made a perfect movie and you know we're hitting here at 40 minutes. So I, I would love to know if people would be willing to watch this Lifetime movie. Should we put it into action? Uh, you know, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum flying as the devil with John Hamm and Morgan Freeman. In and this... let's
0: be honest, it's just going to be the actors that are expensive. We just need an apple farm for a set.
1: Yeah, truly. Um, okay, so... Before we wrap it up, though, we need one final bit. What are we calling this movie? The Apple of My Eye? Ooh. <laughs> um,
0: I'm definitely. Heaven on listening. Earth is also right there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And, and I that like, I feel like heaven on earth is a little more the avenue you want to go for a lifetime film. Yeah. Um naming things is absolutely my worst aspect uh, um, as a creator. I can't name things to save my life. Mm. This silence is not great audio. So I know. I'm trying to audio. think of something. Yeah, like, like the. I I can't. I'm trying anything. to think of like an orchard bit. I was too. I, I
1: was like, what can I use with the word orchard?
2: Because I like apple of my eye, eat like uh, heaven on earth is another good one. Eden's orchard, Eden's uh, orchard is
1: a good one. Eden's orchard is like Eden's orchard is great. There it is, and like, that's what the 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 thing will be called, and like it'll all be there, guys. We did it. We made a perfect movie. I'm so proud of us. (laughs) Lifetime, give us all the money we got.
0: Yeah. If you like this content, please let us know that you did enjoy this. Um, I don't think it'll be a super common thing we do because Film Forge is about correcting films. Uh, But this was a lot of fun and it gives us a lot more freedom to create. And I would like to do more of these at some point.
1: Like make a Disney animated movie. Yes. Yes, we'll do one where oh, we don't make the main character be black and also not let them be human for the entire movie. <laughs> and we don't give
0: them the racist, cliche physical characteristics so you can emphasize that that's their race, it's obnoxious.
1: All right, Disney, mm-hmm. we're coming for you next, but until then, we are. let's wrap this bad boy up.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, wait, this is my show. Uh, I'm T, I'm Jeff Sitz, and I'm PK. And I still don't have a tagline, so we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap on the LGBTQ lifetime film. Man, I must say, even with uh, absolutely nothing to stand on, these guys really know what they're doing. I kind of like Lucifer now. Is that a can I can I say that? Am I going am I going to hell for that? Uh, what what's up next week? Uh, we have no idea because, uh, we are flying by the seat of our pants and, uh, we're terrible at planning. So, uh, thank you guys for listening, uh, and we will see you next time.